it, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? Hi, I'm Megan. Thanks for joining me uh, today on the Spudcast podcast, talking out my ass. Got a good show for you. Uh, Going to talk to my friend Alfred Richard, the movie man. He is a uh, he's a film critic, and uh, which kind of you know the film industry kind of bites right now, which is bad for me because that's how uh, I make a chunk of my living and get my health insurance. There's a lot of uh, theaters are closing till next year. There's a lot of films that were supposed to be released are getting pushed back. There's a whole bunch of other films that just said screw it and they went to uh, to either Netflix or someplace and they're streaming. So we'll talk to Alfred about what was supposed to come out and didn't, what may still come out, and what does the industry look like, especially for critics like Alfred, who ain't got nothing to criticize. But we'll have more right after this. I scream, you scream, we all scream for beads and doubloons and coconuts and marching bands and walking clubs and tableaus and mask balls and mystic crews and everything else that says Mardi Gras. Keep Mardi Gras what it's always been, a family event before Lent. If you want to help keep traditions alive, go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and join the growing group of businesses, citizens, and carnival entities that want to keep Mardi Gras a safe and happy event without it being regulated to death. Go to MardiGrasAlliance.com and laissez les bon temps rouler. But here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, rapid urgent care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. And back here on the Spudcast Podcast, talking to my friend Alfred Richard, the movie man, who, uh, I don't know, man, you ain't much of a movie man right now unless you like to plop yourself in front of the cube, you know, kick your feet up. Well, that's why the segment that I do with WWL Channel 4 is usually now called the big screen at home because I'm doing broadcasts from my secret broadcast cave uh, in a tribute to the late Dr. Morgus, where he was always above the city ice house. I'm in a secluded broadcast cave somewhere in the region. You and your draws, ain't you? You and your draws, don't you? Ain't fooling nobody. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you'd go to the cinema and you'd be all, I saw you over there, you'd always be dialed up or say, you didn't always have a tie. But you were always dapper when you'd go out to the O Cinema, and now you're in your man cave, and you're you're scratching, and you got popcorn spilled all over the place, and your <laughs> one sock is halfway off, and you just got your feet up in a wife beater undershirt, and uh, and it's, and it's, you're probably enjoying them a lot better. I'm sure you got a the, bigger screen TV than I do. The most that I will admit to is that occasionally I may be wearing some rubber ducky pajama bottoms, but. That's about it. I'm yeah, not but, gonna... but are they Speedos? Are they uh, Speedo pajama? Because I always pictured you as a SpongeBob kind of guy. <laughs> but all the Star Trek and Star Wars things, I've got Wookiee shorts. But <laughs> well, they're furry. I know that. Well, I used to. I, I, I'll, I'll fess up. I'll fess up. When I was in the Boy Scouts, I used to, you know, you'd have leather craft, all these different things you'd do. And you had this uh, this rabbit skin, you know, you're supposed yes. to make some kind of pouch out of it, like Raquel Welch, Brazil, I don't know, something. 
I didn't do that. I put it in my pants. Well, yeah, that, well, that, sounds, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like far more information than most people would want. No, but, everybody wants to know if I had rabbit skin. I mean, it's nice and soft, you know. And it's, yes, and mm-hmm. call, did you call it George? <laughs> yeah, I petted it. That's what I did. <laughs> I did. I did that play in college, so that's where I got my. Uh, that's yeah. That's where I got my uh, my inspiration from. We're having a rabbit Look skin off in my drawers. Call it George. Yes. yes, George in my drawers. It was George of the drawers jungle. So there you go. Watch out for that tree. Yes. <laughs> so you're so okay. Uh, so you're in your man cave, deep sec- yes. secreted, 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 secreted. No, no, yeah, you'd be secreted if you were the Susan Waterworth. That's true. Uh, you uh, you're in a no, you're not in a sewer because uh, they those are clogged up. You'd never be able to get to where you're going. I never get to use. No, no. What uh, I'm doing just to fill in, I get the opportunity. Unfortunately, since COVID-19 closed down most of the theaters for a good portion of the time, I was doing my reviews, and I am still doing reviews uh, in my man cave. But as of late, I also have the opportunity to do reviews for WYES Channel 12, which mm-hmm. stepping out with Peggy Scott Laborde. Sometimes I've been sending broadcasts via Zoom from my broadcast cave. But as of late, they have opened up their studios there near City Park, mm-hmm. and they are very meticulous about getting you in. I'm usually the only person in the studio, and I put in the earpiece, and I'm talking to Peggy. Usually she's up on the third floor studio. I'm on the first floor studio and never the twain shall meet. So it's all very safe and secure. Mm-hmm. And like Bane, like Bane in the Dark Knight Rises, I always wear the mask. Y'all couldn't be in the same studio just like 10 feet apart. I mean, I'm, well, I'm, I'm watching I'm watching other shows do that. Like ESPN does it. They have their big desk where three people would sit at the desk. Well, now the desk is like, 15 feet wide and everybody is at least eight eight nine ten feet apart you know it's like well so you got to be on a different floor did they even let you in the front door i know how i know how persnickety they are <laughs> at wyes you know the so, usual line the usual setup if we're stepping out was that we would all be at one table and there was certainly not six feet between myself no, and poppy ticker I, or whatever I, I did a i did a couple of stepping outs you know yeah i, I was on there well, they're now making it very clear in their new facility, they are very clean. As I said, I'm usually on the first floor, and then they send the signal to Peggy on the third. And it also depends. We rotate who comes into the studio. Sometimes Ian McNulty comes in, sometimes Poppy Tooker. But most of the time, it's all being done through the magic of Zoom, which was the name of an electric light orchestra album I know of. But anyway, yeah, so I remember that. So, yeah, it's the, the way it is. I haven't done a review for Channel 4 in their studio since COVID broke in around February, just after around Mardi Gras. I've been very happy with the setup here. I get the chance to talk to Sheba and Leslie and Jade and occasionally talk to Eric. But usually when I talk to Eric, I get less time on the air. But that's no, Eric. Not <laughs> Eric. Not him. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's over no. there petting one of his turtles. <laughs> yeah. So I, Yes, indeed. But uh, I've been doing that. Of course, the other thing that has been part of my existence for so many years was being a member of the 610 Stompers. And that is really the COVID-19 has really thrown a crimp into what we've done, because obviously with 120 guys in the group, plus our 610 splits, 
it's very difficult to say you're going to have six feet of distance on each side marching up and down the street. And, of course, people want to come up and hug you and kiss you and that sort of thing. And, of course, you can't now. So it's like, eh, unless we all look like the boy in the bubble and we all have our own individual bubbles bouncing down the street. You should, y'all should do, y'all should have like a, like a stick, like a harness that you wear over your, over your red uh, windbreaker. That's got a six foot pole front and back and side. <laughs> and it's like, you can't get any closer. And then you could like hang stuff on, you could hang your laundry on it or something like that. You know, you can have like one of them little, uh, one of those little clowns, you'd squeeze a thing and it would flip up and down. Man, y'all, y'all, y'all could, y'all could do that. That would be cool. I have a, I have a secret, which I, well, I don't know if if this ain't a secret. It's just that I auditioned for a movie and it was about the, the founding of the 610 Stompers and I got, I got cast in it and I'm supposed to play the founder's daddy. Okay. And I, and I auditioned for one of the Duplass brothers, you know, and they said, all right, you got it, dude. And we're we're either going to start in April or October. I don't know which. And then COVID came along and it's like, uh, shit fire <laughs> who knows when this thing's ever going to happen again and i gotta tell I you i was so looking forward to that flick it may still happen but i i haven't heard anything about it or from my agent or anything we hope that it does happen i've argued and i've said that i've always felt that you should have chris rock being playing my part of uh, being the chocolate thunder if they can't afford to pay me to be a part of the, of the film but no of dude course, no 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 denzel denzel go 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 big or go home man go big or go home denzel you go go for the younger we can go for john david washington who was in tenet his son that could be the idea of going that way because i figure you know what we'll go that way because no uh, you know what let's let's go for realism morgan freeman morgan freeman as chocolate thunder he probably got better moves than you do anyway uh, everybody makes those comments. Hey, man, he had a broken arm, too. Just like you had that big cast on forever, you know? For two, I had both. But both arms. I had both shoulders. I had well, shoulders, both left and right. I was the only stomper to try to learn to do all those dances with two arms in the sling. That's why this past season, we I was very honored that one of our dance moves was called the Chocolate Thunder. And it called for our guys to march down the street with their arm as if it was in an imaginary sling, but they looked like they were marching more like George Jefferson from the Jeffersons. That sounds about right. Man, they should have tried <laughs> to scratch their ass while they were at it and just can't quite reach. All right, uh, talking to uh, Alfred Richard, the movie man. Uh, so when we come back here, let's get into what was what were the big blockbusters supposed to be? Are they going to be re-released and when? And what movies do you think would have been great in the theaters, but they just said, screw it, and they sent them to... Uh, they sent him to Netflix and Prime and Hulu and whoever else. Alfred Richard, the movie man, back with more on a Spudcast podcast, talking out my ass right after this. Just when you thought 2020 had served up the worst it had to offer, here comes hurricane season and the flooding rains of summer, right? Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home in a good year? Well, I can't help you with pandemics or Saharan sand, but I can tell you how to fix your flooding problem. Call the team. At Home Team Elevation, their precision home-raising equipment will lift you above the floods. It's height done right. Guaranteed. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the Home Team Advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. In the worry, stop insurance rate hikes. You want design choices? 
On the home team, you're the MVP. So don't wait, elevate with home team elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222, or go to hometeamelevation.com. Okay, so uh, we're back with Alfred Richard, a movie man who uh, who uh, is telling us if it is a exploits as a 610 stomper but now let's get down to the movie nitty gritty man what what was supposed to be i know cruise had something and he like rented a cruise ship so they could fit it another one of them mr impossible flex or something what was supposed to be like the top five gotta go see blockbuster summer hits that didn't happen well first of all COVID 19 the the coronavirus really has hit hollywood and hollywood south strongly first of all one i know a lot of people have been looking forward to was james bond yes that's right 007 the latest of the james bond films it was called no time to die now the sad thing about this was it was supposed to be released with a premiere back in march of right right when it hit just when it hit and then it was shuffled back then they were saying it was going to be later this year. Now it looks like 2021, around April, around 2021, is a tentative release date for the Daniel Craig James Bond film. Another film that came out, Christopher Nolan's Tenet. Now, Christopher Nolan's cachet, of course, with Dark Knight trilogy, Interstellar, Dunkirk, big films. Big, and yeah. this was going to be the big film, and it had John David Washington and a lot of what I call the Christopher Nolan players. It was going to come out around May as a summer blockbuster. Did not, thanks to COVID-19. And then Tenant was constantly being pushed back until late summer. In fact, I recall AMC theater chain was saying they were hoping that this was going to be coming out around July. Well, they pushed it all the way back. And just a couple of weeks ago, it came out in the theaters and it came out worldwide. But the problem was in the United States, where we have not gotten a big handle on the coronavirus pandemic, theater chains still remain closed. And so Tenet didn't get much of a go in well, other parts I mean, of the world. Other parts of the world. I mean, but Europe is about to have a second wave. They're a talking second about. wave. Yeah, so, yeah, so they opened it up. So I don't know. I mean, did we do the right thing? I don't know. I like the way I like the way that uh, Shamet Movies does it. I like Ellis. He was smart right from the very beginning. The closest yes. you could get to each other was 10 feet. You couldn't get any closer. The closest you were was buying your popcorn and you had to have a mask on. And that was it. So I think a lot of these theaters could have remained open. But yeah, they would have been at 50%. But you know what? What What are you going to do? All right. So Tenant, Tenant opened, but it sucked. So now it's going to go straight to video. Who's another, next? Another one was Disney's Mulan. Mm. Mulan was going to be their big film during the summer. We know that Disney in the last few years has been turning all their classic animated films into live action movies. Yeah, well they need this some was, they need something uh, they need an imagination so they spend you know. They ain't got one. They ain't got no that, new stories to tell. And so that was going to be the case Mulan was going to be it, but then Mulan did was hit by the coronavirus. And Disney decided, because they have their new service, Disney Plus, where people, of course, can watch 
different films, the Mandalorian series, the Star Wars series. They decided we're going to stream it to Disney Plus. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And that I, I almost bought Disney of, Plus. That caused a lot of consternation and uproar because mm-hmm. some were saying, "Oh, how much to pay for this watching this film?" Some places it was nineteen dollars. Some elements was twenty nine dollars. But the question was, did you want to spend that type of money to watch it on your home screen instead of getting the big IMAX yeah, treatment? That's not that's not right. I mean, uh, the reason I I sit there and go, okay, I'll wait till it comes out on TV because it's going to be a lot cheaper. You know, if I I'm if I'm gonna pay nineteen dollars, which I used to do up in New York, right. but uh, if I'm gonna pay nineteen bucks to watch a movie, I want a big ass screen. I want a big ass thing of popcorn, you know, and some Hooter girls bringing me wings. All and right, so seats. A, enough with Disney, man. You know what? I didn't buy the Disney thing. It's just this. I'm too Disney'd out. I'm so. I can't deal with it anymore. What is, what's another? What's a real blockbuster? What was that uh, Mission Impossible movie that was supposed to come out? That was the fifth of the Mission Impossible films. That, of course, on the back burner, even though Tom Cruise had all the pull in the world, mm-hmm. it's now delayed as well. One I really want to talk about, and I've been anticipating, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah. That was supposed to come out, and that was going to be the next big thing of the DC Extended Universe. And, of course, Gal Gadot back as Wonder Woman, but Mm. covering it from the period around 1984, there were supposed to be nice surprises in it, even some remnants back from the original. Yeah, like Chris Pine was supposed to come back and maybe had dermabrasion or something like that. So when are they pushing that one back to? Oh, my goodness. That one, again, there was hope that it would come out for this winter. Now it looks more likely that it will come out in the spring of 2021. And also another film, Marvel has been pushing back its films. The big one that they were going to push back on was Black Widow. Black Widow, what's her face, yeah. Black Widow, that's been pushed back. I'm surprised Uh, they took that long to give her her own movie, to tell you the truth. You know, I, I think I, so. I, I wonder myself that too. I myself. think I mean they should have come out with that with that movie with her a couple of you know a couple of years ago. I mean they started yeah. shooting. I'm sure they talked about it, but they that thing should have opened two years ago. It should have opened two years ago. I agree. And one thing that COVID nineteen pandemic also accelerated is a few months ago. We all dealt with the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Young man who played, of course. Very talented. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yeah. Just to let you know that cancer don't have any, any, cancer don't care about nothing. No, it does not. And what the sad thing is, now there was, of course, high talk with the success of Black Panther. There was going to be, of course, a sequel. Yeah, of course there was. Now Chadwick Boseman is no longer alive, is no longer here. The question I've heard other friends, other fans of the science fiction and the fantasy and movie genre, who would play Black Panther again? Who could rise to that level? And the first name that comes to my mind would be John David Washington, the son of Denzel Washington, who's done some very good work. And of course, he was in the Black Klansman film and, of course— Oh, wait, that was him? That was John David Washington. Oh, man, he's funny. That guy's funny. He's good. He's a good actor. Yeah. There's a great, there is a yeah, great Yeah, but I don't line. mean, he doesn't come across as some big macho fighter up dude, you know? I mean, I th- I would think they would go, who was the guy who played, uh, the guy who, who, who killed him, you know, who, who. Oh, yeah, killed, yes, and it was Killmonger, what a name, a great name, um, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. You see, I would do, I would do some stuff and just say, oh, okay, he pulled the spear out and he fell, but Black Panther's sister, got, you know, she, the one-armed guy, uh, you know, 
Bucky, she Bucky, yes, pulled we, him back to life, do the same thing with him, but like mess with his brain. And then somehow Chadwick Boseman character, the Black Panther gets killed somehow or another. And then they've got uh, Michael B. Jordan coming back, but she's been able to like sedate his head or his mind. So he's not so cuckoo because that guy, I, that guy's good. And he's got the, uh, he's got the moves. He's got the look and, uh, you know, and he's, he's a good actor. He is. And he looked very good in the Black Panther outfit for that mm-hmm. period of time that was in this film. It's a big thing that could be a concern. I, I think once films and production houses start really ramping up, that's when these companies will start thinking, okay, what can we do here? A film I also mentioned, you mentioned about films that have come out or had their start. Here's one that really got short shrift because it went on Apple TV. It was not released in theaters. It was supposed to be Greyhound. It has nothing to do with the bus company. That was Tom Hanks in a World War II submarine drama. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I think I might have seen the uh, the trailer for that, but I don't I don't know it. I didn't see it. I didn't I don't know enough about it, you know, and I mean, I'm like everybody else. I had so many things I was playing catch up with that I'm, I just missed out. That's why I called you up to be on the show, Alfred. Right. So, all right. I got about a minute and a half left. What okay. is what is OK? You told me all these big blockbusters. They've got some dates. They ain't going to shoot that big a film and not let them go. What are some of the ones that uh, that you think that went straight to it but should have held out like, you know, like uh, Wonder Woman? They should have held out and gone uh, next year and they just said, screw it. Like maybe t- this Tom Hanks movie, Greyhound, they should have held on to it and released it. I think they should have done that. I think Mulan should have held out as well. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the first ones that came through and said, well, we're going to go to streaming channels. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why some AMC theater, the AMC theater chain said Universal Pictures said we're going to go completely streaming. And AMC, before they closed for a while, said we're not going to show any films from Universal Productions if you do. unless they come back to the theaters. Yeah. You know what they should do? And I'm, I'm, I'm out of time. But okay. you know what they should do? I remember uh, Michael O'Keefe's a friend of mine. I worked with him on Roseanne. And he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor for The Great Santini. But The yes. Great Santini first appeared on HBO. And then they released it. Because I remember when it when it came out to the theaters and I'm watching the Oscars and when it's Michael Great Santini, I saw this on TV. So I don't think there's a reason in the world that some of these movies that streamed still couldn't. They could put Greyhound back in the theaters and let somebody go see it on a big screen. You know? I mean, I agree. I, I mean, my kids, I saw Jaws when it came out in 75. Great on the screen. I've seen it on TV a million times. My kids saw it. But going, they, they knew the whole story. But watching that thing on the big screen made all the difference in the world. And I think a lot of these flicks that went streaming could still go to, uh, they might not do, they might not have a, uh, a month long run, but I bet you they could run for a couple of weeks. And I agree. Get some fans up in there. I agree with you. And before you go, I have to say we have to give kudos not only to Ellis Fortenberry for the Shelmet movies, and hopefully they'll be back up and running. The Broad Theater, mm-hmm. they are back in operation, and good work to the Britannia. I call them on TV the little theater that keeps chugging along. They went through the protocols, but you can go to the Britannia. They're showing first-run films, but they've also gone back to a bit of the repertory past. Yeah. So. Cool. It's one of those great ideas. There are still options, but of course, people have to make their decisions. And if they do, wear the mask. Yeah, wear a mask, Zorro. Otherwise, no flicks for you. Alfred That's Richard, right. movie man, be safe, man. As soon as the flicks come back up, I'll have you back on, and we'll get your, uh, we'll get your, whether or not you're going to throw a yellow flag at me or something like that. So. That's the one thing I haven't been able to throw any flags at my TV screen because I don't want to break anything. Well, throw a rubber brick. 
<laughs> All right, dude. Be safe. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, man. All, All right, right. Thanks. Hey, what you got going this weekend? Can't go to the game. You can't even tailgate. So what you going to do? Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured charter guide on lasaltwater.com. Super easy to follow that website. What you going to catch? Where you want to catch it? How you want to catch it? All the big ones are waiting for you, and to top it off, you'll still be able to watch the game on TV at the lodge at the end of the day of fishing. Sounds great? Got an open spot for you, babe. You want in? Just sign up on lasaltwater.com. All right, so that was a good conversation with Alfred Richard, the movie man. Before we take off, uh, instead of dumbass of the day, it's time for your visit with your local perv. This guy was in El Paso, Tejas, by God. He got arrested because some witnesses allegedly saw this guy, Chavance Smith, uh, doing a dirty deed with a dog. A female boxer pit bull mix, which I'm surprised he got away with, a vet examined the dog and said, yep, uh, somebody been going up Mustard Row with the dog. So he's been charged with bestiality and a whole bunch of other stuff, and he's downtown in jail on a $7,500 bond. That's all. I tell you what. Why don't you why don't you do home incarceration? But instead of that ankle bracelet, why don't you get one of them dog collar, them shocking dog collars, and put that on him and put one of them them invisible electric fences. So as soon as he gets halfway out the front door, yeah, back inside, Fido. Anyway, that's the Spudcast podcast for this week. Coming up on our next one, not this week, I got one tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna talk to uh, to Kevin uh, Bourgeois, who is an attorney with Snap. And they're the people who are pushing for all the pervert priests to come out. They are asking the Pope to relieve Archbishop Gregory Amond because they say he's lost control of his priests. I don't know. We'll see what he has to say on the next Spudcast podcast. In the meantime, you can catch me on Spotify or on iHeart, Red Circle, uh, Public Radio, Google. I'm also linking to my Facebook pages, Spud's Friends and Fans, and my John McConnell page. And I'm also on Twitter. Uh, at Spud Got Dat. If you want to send me a note or a message or you got an idea for a show, the Spudcast Podcast at gmail.com. The Spudcast Podcast at gmail.com. Till next time, watch out for the crazy. See you, but I'm a gone pecan.